Biff's Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Biff. It is April 10th. We have one week of baseball in the books. We have a close one at the top of the standings fighting for that week one uh, payout. Currently, we have Get Smart with 103 points. Starko with 102.5 right behind him. Gondewawiwam, uh, which is uh, Bob Weiss. They're at 100. Fairbanks at 98. Quick moment of silence here for Kyle Schwarber. That was hard to watch. Um, as a Cubs fan, played in a game and then out for the year, but uh, hopefully they got some depth to keep that team going. Anyways, uh, the plan today, we're going to start you off with a little trivia. Both of these answers uh, have something in common. They are these answers, they are teammates of each other, so that's the only hint I'm giving you. First trivia question is What player? has the most career hits of any player born in the 1990s. Okay, this is an active player. Born in the 1990s and leads all players that were also born in the 1990s in career hits. Second question is, what pitcher has thrown the most pitches since 2001? Answer coming up shortly. Uh, As you think about that, let me tell you what's on today's show. I plan on going in reverse alphabetical order of team names and picking out one player that I consider kind of to be the wild card, that player that has that high ceiling, low floor. You don't know what you're going to get. If you hit on that player, it could be huge. If you miss, it could hurt. Uh, Starting with Wonder Boys here. This is Nick's team. Nick decided to dump Trevor Story, and in his place he kept Gene Segura. And Story has been out to that crazy hot start. But Segura hasn't been too bad. Batting 423 as of Sunday. He's got three home runs, which is very surprising, and two stolen bases. So that is keeping Nick afloat there. Uh, Otherwise, you know, he might have put his two weeks retirement in from fantasy baseball after uh, dropping Trevor Story. So Gene Segura is Nick's wild card player. High note for Nick this week. Uh, he's got wins out of Velasquez, Sanchez, um, Casimir, and Jonathan Nice. So some good pitching performances out of the four bottom guys uh, for Nick's team. So, you know, he's doing pretty well. He's on the left side of the standings. Moving on up to Starko's team. Uh, wild card. Could, could have picked Trevor Story here. Not that's his, that's the story of the week for Starko's team. But his wild card player, I'm going to say, is Kenta Medea. And he had a good first outing. Um, I think he pitches again tomorrow. Or is he on the hill today? I think he might be on the hill tomorrow. But good first outing against the Padres, who failed to score a run in three straight games. Uh, Medea had four Ks, had a sub one whip. Uh, did not allow a run, so it was a good start to him. I, I think he'll be successful over the you know, first couple of times he faces teams as they don't know what to expect for him, and we'll see what he does kind of in the second half of the season. That is Starko's wild card team. Smoke and Poke, who is finding themselves at the bottom of the standings for the first time in a while. Uh, good, good game today out of Jose Altuve, who had a home run and a stolen base. Um, their wild card player that I picked was Gio Gonzalez. Kind of hating on Gio this year. He has not pitched this year yet. 
Um, but what are they getting out of him? You know, are they going to get a four ERA, one point three WHIP with uh, nine or ten wins? Is that going to be enough? They need another top of the rotation player. They've got Danny Salazar, who is their one. They got Pineda and Corbin as their two. Wei and Chen maybe as a safety three, um, and then it kind of falls off. They they've got uh, they've got to have Gio Gonzalez step up and kind of have a, a career year if they want to be competitive this year. Um, the Schwarber news was tough to handle. Um, on a positive note for fantasy-wise, this should mean more playing time for Solaire for Smoke and Poke. So, North Korea Bombers, North Korea Bombers here, uh, on the left side of the standings, uh, their wild card player is Madbum, who went yard off of Kershaw for the second time in um, two years, which is pretty crazy. Mad Bum's velo has been down. He had a kind of a struggling spring training. Uh, he is one and one this year, but uh, he's you know he's got struggling with his command as he's got six walks in uh, eleven innings. K's are there, but it's not t your typical Mad Bum. Somebody you paid uh, sixty bucks, fifty four dollars for. To be your number two to follow behind Kershaw, you're going to need him to pitch a little better. On a positive note for North Korea, he had a nice outing out of Nola, who looked really good. I watched that game the other day. He had eight Ks in a game against, I believe, the Reds. And then Rich Hill, Rich Hill surprised me with 10 strikeouts last night against Seattle. I took the under in that game, and that did not help out. Major League, Geo's team. Sitting at 78 and a half points currently. Just made a deal with, with uh, Gio as I gave him Billy Burns and got uh, my boy Chris Carter back. I need some power. Um, Gio's wildcard player is Anthony Rendon. Rendon off to a decent start this year. He had a couple of hits today against Miami. And my computer is loading. Let's see what else he's been doing. He's been 230. No home runs yet. One run, no RBIs. Um, had two runs today, so he's up to three. But you know, if he stays healthy, he puts together that 20 home run, 15 stolen base season, batting 280. Uh, that is going to help Gio out offensively. He's got Goldschmidt, Hayward, and then uh, he's got just you know Holiday and Gordon, not exciting players, but just kind of like solid guys who, who you know what numbers you're getting from. So Gio's going to need. Rendon to kind of step up this year. Lebrano, who all of his pitchers seem to struggle this this past week, is uh, sitting at a 5.76 ERA. Kind of tough to swallow after week one. And then, of course, he's got James Shields pitching in Colorado today, so I think that ERA is just going to go up even a little more. Um, his wild card player that I picked was Albert Pujols, who he has for 26 bucks. Are we going to see the 40 home run Pujols that we saw last year? Or is his foot injury going to slow him down? The age is creeping up. He's 36. Are we going to see something like 20, 25 home runs? In 2013, he played 100 games and he got 17 home runs, which I guess it's a good home run to, you know, at-bat ratio there. 
But if you're paying 26 bucks for him, you're going to need more. He does have power with uh, Cruz and Batista, Dozier. So I guess he doesn't need a ton of home runs. But obviously, if you're paying 26 bucks for Pujols, uh, you expect something out of him. All right. Taking a break there. Moving on to your trivia answers here. Uh, who leads... In career hits for players born in the 1990s, your answer, Starlin Castro. And the second question was, who's thrown the most pitches since 2001? His teammate, CeCe Sabathia. There's your trivia questions for the day. Going back to our wildcard uh, analyst here. Um, we have, moving on to Hot Poop, who has... Been struggling with injuries. He's got Chu out for four to six weeks. Tyson Ross went on the DL along with AJ Pollock. His DL spots are just filling up, so he's off to a rough start. And not surprisingly, is on the right side of the standing, sitting at 54 points. I chose Byron Buxton as his wild card player. Is this the year Buxton steps forward? Um, are we going to see 15, 20 home runs in? 30, 35 stolen bases from him. I don't know. Off to a rough start, batting 133. Only two hits in 15 at-bats. Uh, so, obviously, that's not going to cut it. But for two bucks here, um, and probably his top outfielder, um, Hot Poop is going to need him to step up while Hot Poop has been dealing with injuries. And... Next, we are moving on to Bob Weiss's team. I'm not going to try to pronounce that again. Bob Weiss currently sitting in third place, 99.5 points. Great week. DJ LeMahieu, Starlin Castro, Jay Bruce, Bryce Harper, A-Rod Homer the other day. Um, so offensively, get some solid numbers out of his guys. He's got 10 home runs on the week. Sitting at a 4.12 ERA, and Cueto is just getting lit up by the Dodgers. Or, yeah, by the Dodgers today, so um, that's that's not helping out. But his wildcard player that I chose was Starlin Castro. You know, shortstops is like one of those positions where if your guy fails, it's going to be hard to pick up a replacement. So you kind of need to hit on that in the draft. Bob only spent 8 bucks on Castro, which is turning out to be a good deal. As uh, Castro is batting four fifty with 8 RBIs and 2 home runs, and... You know, Yankee Stadium is pretty small. I can oh, Jake Arrieta just did a home run. It's exciting. Um, but Castro, you know, he's on pace for 259 RBIs. It's a good pace. Uh, but you know, if if Bob hits on him and he's got all those other guys hitting too for him offensively, he could have one of the best offenses in the league. And then you know, he's got Jafer and Cueto, pitching is questionable, but you know his offense can keep him afloat there while he figures out his pitching. Um, get smart. This is Wasik's team, currently in second place. I he must love Ian Desmond as he got him again. Ian Desmond in the draft went for twelve bucks. And uh, so far this year, batting 130, eight strikeouts and 23 at-bats, three hits, four runs, no RBIs or anything like that yet. This is I chose him as a wild card. 
player. Again, shortstop. If you miss, you're kind of in trouble. It doesn't look like he he's got he's got Escobar on the bench. I'll see his Escobar on the bench. This is backup short shortstop if Desmond fails. Uh, but you know Desmond's got that high floor. People, some people kind of like him in Texas, getting a new start. They like his skills, his 20, 2020 potential, but easily could hit 150 with eight home runs and you know seven stolen bases, kind of like what he was showing last year in the first half. Kind of had a good second half, um, but took him a while to get going. Fairbanks is wild card player. Fairbanks currently sitting in fourth with 99 points. Um, he has had a, a fairly good week, obviously, sitting in second place. Uh, three ERA, three wins, three losses, five saves. He's got 10 home runs. Getting contributions from a lot of different people here. Machado. Paid the big bucks for him, and it's paying off as he went 4-4 today with a home run, two RBIs, and two stolen bases. But his wildcard player that I am choosing is Waka. Paid 31 bucks for Waka. Waka is more of a contact, pitch-to-contact guy. as he's, he's never really had uh, major strikeout numbers. 104 uh, Ks in 117 innings, so it's, it's less than 9, less than a, a K per inning. For Waka last year he had 153 Ks and 181 innings, uh, but this year first outing only lasted four and a third innings, and he is pitch he pitched today against Atlanta. Now Wainwright pitched today. They have him down for today. They must, I think they get did they get rained out. I don't know. But Waka, what are you going to get out of him? Uh, he's going to need to step up. As we've got Arietta and Felix Hernandez, you know he's going to need to be your your number three here if you need to uh, want to be at the top of the pitching standings here. Exciting news: Nomar Mazzara got called up for Fairbanks here, so he lost Schwarber for the year, which sucks. But now he's got Mazzara, who he got in the C draft. So let's see what he can do as Chu's sitting for four to six weeks. Crack the whip. This is Gary's team sitting in last as probably not a surprise for Gary as he was taking over a team filled with guys that he had to keep. Not a lot of wiggle room in the draft. Um, Corey Dixon, though, has been a nice start for him. He also has Odorizzi and Big Irv both had 10Ks last week. So he's getting some good good starts out of his couple of the pitchers, pitchers there that he kept. And I chose Michael Brantley as his wild card player. He's going to need Brantley to come back and be the Brantley, that, that 310 hitter that provides home run and, and stolen bases. I haven't heard any reports on when Brantley is coming back. He was close to coming back for the start of the season. I mean, he was playing at spring training, hit a, hit a uh, home run, but it sounds like Brantley may not return until the end of April is what I'm seeing on on CBS here, it looks like the Indians are trying to be a little cautious. So, um, so crack the whip needs needs him to come back and needs him to be the uh, Michael Brantley of old. On to my team here, and I am on the left side barely. I'm at sitting at 83 and a half points. This week I didn't really get much from E5. 
like to see him get going. It's him and Arenado. Arenado hit a home run today, but him and Arenado are really my only true power hitters. Uh, I picked Carlos Gomez as my wild card player. You know, this is a guy going in the first round a couple years ago. I need him to produce like that uh, so be, to be competitive. I've had a pretty good week from Yasiel Puig, uh, who is also very risky. Hunter Pence hit a grand slam for me, but I took a hit pitching-wise as Andrew Heaney. I already was short on starting pitcher, and Andrew Heaney went down with an arm injury, and he might be out for a while as they weren't even sure if this was, uh, you know, Tommy John surgery tearing the UCL or if this was something else. It sounds like it's not a torn UCL, but still... It's, it's in that area where it's a cause for concern. Um, overall, team's been doing okay. Kind of like Rice said. Like him to take a step forward next week. So moving on to Carnival Dogs, who is uh, right behind me, sitting on the right side of the board. They're at 80 and a half points. All right. I was wrong about Cano. Uh, he had a great second half last year. I didn't think he would be that good this year, but he is off to a crazy start. Uh, but I chose his wildcard player as Steven Matz. Looking at his pitching staff, we have Syndergaard, Strasburg, great one-two punch, Quintana, solid number three. If Matz comes in and can pitch like a number two, and he's got Iwakuma uh, and Mike Leak there as kind of his like five-six, he's going to have a really good pitching staff. Looks like he might be short on some saves. He's got Tolleson and Grilly Tolleson barely hanging on to that job. Uh, but maybe he's got some starting pitching trade pieces to get a closer uh, in the future. Steven Matz is your wild card player here. And last team on the board is Andres Galarraga, who's right in front of me at 88.5 points. This week, Eugenio Suarez on the bench. Got a feeling he's going to be in your lineup next week as he had a monster week. I think he had four home runs. He had another one today. Shortstop and third base eligible. Great draft pick. Yeah, four home runs, uh, 10 RBIs, nine RBIs for the week. Batting around 400. Good start to the season. I'm sure he will sneak into your lineup this week. Your wildcard player that I picked was Jack Peterson. What are we getting from Jack this year? Some people like him, some people don't. In the minors, you remember he was going like 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases every year. We know he can get on base. We know he can get ahead of home runs. Can he do it at the major league level? He's only 23. He's in a fairly solid lineup. Uh, so far this year, one home run, nine strikeouts, one walk. So the one walk is kind of concerning. He does have a stolen base. He's got six hits and 21 at-bats. So he's making some contact. Um, you know, does he take a step forward this year, or did the league figure him out last year in the second half, and is he going to continue to struggle? So that is your wild card uh, preview for all the teams. The next segment uh, that I am bringing to the podcast here is called "You're My Boy," where I highlight one of my boys past week, see how they've been doing. Blue, you're my boy. Thank you, sir. And this week's player is Yawn Makata. Uh, starting out in the minors, he has had 10 plate appearances. 
He has walked three times, two steals already, RBI, two runs. Last year he had 49 steals, was only caught three times, had a 380 on base percentage. This guy is going to skyrocket through the minors. He's going to be up in no time, and I'm going to have him for three years unless I trade him away. But So that is You're My Boy. That's it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, write us an email at bustaniner at gmail.com and we can read it on the air. If you'd like to make an appointment to come on to the show, feel free to write that in as well. 